What's cracking, Seattle hockey fans? Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken, coming to you for this special Wednesday edition. It is Jersey, I should say, as the fantastic Chanel Keenan has been saying on social media. Chanel, of course, friend of the pod, a consultant with the Seattle Kraken. I am excited to bring you another episode of Locked on Kraken. But before we do that, a reminder that over at Locked on NHL, We did our top 50 going into the 2021-22 season. We had Philip Grubauer on there at 45, but not much after that. So uh, let us know how you feel about that overall list. But check out, of course, the Locked on NHL show on YouTube. Also, wherever you get podcasts, so you can hear uh, the top 10 on Friday's show. But on today's show of Locked on Kraken, we have a nice rundown for you. Going to do the roster updates. We do have an additional forward to the bunch for the Seattle Kraken uh, on a one-year deal. We'll talk about that. Then we're, of course, going to talk about the release of the Kraken. We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some you know, crazy, passionate fans, and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Let's get to know the forward, Ryan Donato. Signed by the Seattle Kraken over the weekend, um, the Seattle page uh, and and the website says Kraken boost scoring punch. NHL forward Ryan Donato signs a one-year NHL contract, arriving with proven goal-scoring prowess, hockey sense, creativity with the puck, and his offensive potential. And in the release, Ron Francis says of Donato, Ryan's hockey sense and ability to contribute on the score sheet are two ingredients we are excited to add to our forward group. We like his offensive potential and believe he can add scoring depth. Now, he has played in 180 games with three different teams, his hometown, Boston, Minnesota, and most recently in the Pacific Division, the San Jose Sharks. He was drafted by Boston in 2014. He's got 35 goals and 42 assists across those 180 games, played for Harvard. Went to the Frozen Four in 2017. Also played on the 2018 Olympic team for the United States. Had a team high five goals in five games. Uh, he's 25 years old, left-hander. He comes in at six foot even, 192 pounds. Um, we've been talking about here on Locked on Kraken, need some forward some dynamic forward depth 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 excuse me uh you know i like to be dramatic with depth um but i want to take you over to the seattle times and friend of the pod marissa and jemmy did an analysis now marissa is is a good bu girl as they say but she definitely has finger on the pulse when it comes to athletes coming from the boston area as ryan donato does so again, this is a one-year, seven hundred and fifty 
thousand dollar contract. Um, so it's it is a one way deal, and I like what um, I like what Marissa said here um, that she believes Donato is a shoot first type of player the Kraken has lacked, and I'm going to give you this analysis. The link will be in the description, and. Um, Looking at what Marissa and Jemmy is saying, and then also looking over at Cap Friendly, I'm looking at the depth chart from Cap Friendly. And right now, they have Donato sitting as one of the scratches. So, um, one of the 23, technically 24 players that, um, the Seattle Kraken will have on its true roster, according to Cap Friendly. And essentially, Marissa and Jemmy feels the same way, that Donato is probably going to bump up, um, or I should say maybe bump down some of the two-way players, notably like an Alex True, um, such as Carson Trewinski. We talked to the Locked on Flyers crew about Carson, um, such as Connor Carrick. Just as an example, I mean, that's a defensive example, excuse me, but players like that that are on two-way contracts. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see if Donato can vie for one of those bottom six positions. Who gets bumped? Again, it looks like True, Truinski are just a few examples. of. I mean, Luke Henman, we know, is likely going to be in the minors. We have also prospects um, that we'll see what ha- what happens there. And Yanni Gord, that's that 24th player on that injured reserve. Marissa wonders if Donato can find his way to maybe playing a centerman role while Yanni Gord is out, and maybe that's a way to get more ice time. But uh, So check out Cap Friendly. I'll have that link. Check out Marissa's article. I'll have that link for you. But before we move on, also want to go over where this leaves the Seattle Kraken as far as cap space. Uh, the projected cap space, again, according to Cap Friendly, they're at about 8 point just under... million, so 8,393,333, excuse me, dollars. So um, around that 8 million mark of projected cap space, just over 8 million. Marissa writes about it in her piece. I talk about it all the time. I still think that there probably needs to be a move for someone that can impact that uh, top six a little bit more. If we look at what um, Ryan Donato did with San Jose, he was a top six forward for San Jose last year. He was uh, at 20 points even for the season, six goals, 14 assists. Um, He can take shots. So, Above 100, you know, 100 plus shots in a season. Shot percentage is not great. And Marissa breaks that down in her article for the Seattle Times. So go check that out. Um, so while there is potential with Donato, and this is a one year contract, so we'll see how that really works out. I still just don't get the sense from looking at this roster that um, the Seattle Kraken have landed on someone that can be 
like franchise potential at the forward position. Um, we see that a lot of people, myself included, really wonder what the centerman position is going to be like for this Seattle Kraken team. So um, that's what we have as far as roster updates. We'll see if the Seattle Kraken make any additional moves. We're getting close to time here as far as preseason. The Seattle Kraken you've probably seen on social media have already hit the ice in an unofficial capacity. Dave Haxtell will not be with the team for official practices just yet. That's coming up, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But uh, So we'll see. Ryan Donato, can he uh, find his way onto this team? Again, Cap Friendly kind of has him as one of those players that will likely be a scratch. Uh, not quite making the roster, but not someone that is expected to shoot down to the minors. It's not a two-way deal, uh, but it is a one-year contract. So we'll see how that goes. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I mentioned it's not Wednesday, but Jersey. Today is the first official sale to the public of the Seattle Kraken jersey. So we're going to go over the design of the jerseys. I want to send you over to my good man, Scott Brendan. If you haven't already seen his video of his unboxing, check that out. I'll have a link for you. And a few other resources, if you're trying to decide whose jersey, what jersey to get, um, our good friends at Emerald City Hockey have a nice resource for you. That's all coming up next on Locked on Kraken. But let me tell you about our good friends, Bet Online. .ag. They're back better than ever. It's, of course, gridiron season for a lot of people, uh, at least until we get into hockey season, right? And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Updated site, new interface, even more odds, props, and contests over at betonline.ag. They continue to be the number one source for everything. Football. You can head to the website, use your mobile device, your tablet, whatever you got, and sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use that promo code NFL100. But of course, it's not just football, it's basketball, boxing, and of course, hockey, everything, including also your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available. For the 2021 season, remember Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And while you're placing all of your bets, you also have to be able to monitor how the teams that you bet on, how the players that you bet on are doing. And that's why we want to tell you about a great way to get your TV together. Now, you've probably heard something like this. You've got one device that lets you catch a game live, another that will allow you to stream your favorite shows. You're watching highlights on somebody's random phone with a random, you know, second cousin, twice removed connection login. Well, I want to tell you about a simpler way that you can get all of the entertainment you love without the hassle and a way to, as I mentioned, get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. No more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? 
no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Yep, that's directtv.com. And remember, it's compatible device require a compatible device is required, excuse me, and content varies by package. All right. Well, speaking of packages, I don't know if you've seen the unboxing. Scott Brendan did an unboxing of the Seattle Kraken jersey. He describes and explains that he got, and a few others I saw got theirs a little bit early because there was a fundraiser, and Scott breaks that down. In addition to talking about the fundraiser, and if you listen to The Sound of Hockey, you know that that was for um, a successful now campaign to save local hockey in the area. But um, in addition to talking a little bit about that, Scott also does a really great job focusing on the details and the details have been something that for the most part, the Seattle Kraken have been able to master with just about everything that they've done. And I don't really think that that changes with these uniforms. I'll link this for you, but of course the Seattle Kraken, as they usually do, Bob Condor doing a great job has broken down exactly the thought process that went into these jerseys. I was lucky enough to, as a freelancer, write about the concept of the logo and talk to, or excuse me, hear from some of the designers from Adidas about the colors and, um, you know, some of the representation of the area within the very simplistic Seattle S. That's the premier um, and main logo. Primary, I guess I should say. I've got premier, premier in my head because we just spoke to Ty Timinia from the Premier Hockey Federation, formerly known as the National Women's Hockey League. If you haven't checked out that episode, make sure you check the archives wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, we have little snippets on social media. But um, all right. This is a Jersey born in the Pacific Northwest. After 18 months of careful planning, design, and production, the wait is over. The official uniform of the Seattle Kraken has arrived. And if you're listening today, the day that this episode drops, then you should rush to go get your jerseys. I'll let you know a little bit more information about that. Each jersey has been crafted to honor the Pacific Northwest. Dive into the Kraken uniform. The legend lives in the details. Woo! So you've got the nice white um, and, of course, the, the, the blue as well. Let me go into the shape of our history. At the core lies the Kraken crest, paying tribute to the first American club to hoist the Stanley Club. Stanley Cup, excuse me, the Seattle Metropolitans. You know I love a good Metropolitan reference. The clean bevel of the lettering emulates the time-honored tradition of hand carving on historic vessels and is a reminder of where Seattle comes from. I really like this detail. I feel like this is being overlooked a little bit, um, but as many know, there is a large indigenous community in the Pacific Northwest and the ties to the Seattle area and even the city of Seattle. And um, there's a really great history that maybe we'll get into on another podcast. But I like the idea that some of that history is also represented in the design. Um, I like that um, really talking about hand carvings. I think that's very much 
an element and a design aspect that I personally like. And then, of course, the eye of the kraken is affixed on its prey. And here goes the line. You've probably seen it before. I know I have. If you've seen it, it's already too late. Holy cannoli. I like that. Okay. Uh, so the stripe is born of the Seattle shipyard. It's uh, more than a striping. It's a band. It's a banded coat of arms. Our stripe tells a Seattle tale. We're at this where the sky and mountain meet against the dark seas and the unknown threat that lurks just beneath the surface. So you've got this. Um, I'm terrible at a color wheel. If my sister Jessie was here, she'd tell me what these colors are. But there's kind of like a seafoam, especially being in New York with the New York Liberty. I'll call it a seafoam. And so if you're looking at the sleeve, the seafoam is the first that comes either uh, blends into the black or, excuse me, the dark blue or the white. And then underneath the seafoam is kind of this more sky blue type of color. And then you've either got um, and excuse me, and then you've got the dark blue and then there's a red piping at the sleeve and then also at the bottom of the jersey. The numbers are in kind of that um, sky blue with a little bit of a darker blue or excuse me. Um, I guess there's a there's a there's another blue there because the the piping around the letters is a different blue and i think the sky blue that i was mentioning is the letters or um the letters and the numbering on there so really interesting from sea to sky that's kind of what they're using to talk about the inaugural patch if you watched my video from last week i want to say it was thursday thursday's episode i go over the depths and um the cracking code. And so we talked a little bit in that video and on that podcast about the inaugural season crest and the, or season patch, excuse me. And this is Drew Hamlet, Kraken art director says, quote, our brand is defined both by sea and sky, true to our PNW roots. We wanted to reflect that concept, not only that the Kraken lives in the Puget Sound, but in the minds of our fans throughout the Pacific Northwest. And then there's a sustainability component. So this is part of the Adidas Zero. Um, it's a series of recycled materials that are used um, from Adidas because the NHL is now using Adidas brand. I'm sure a lot of you knew that, but if you didn't, now you know. Um, so they've been using that for a little bit. Uh, so the concept is plastic waste is a problem. Innovation is our solution. So this is uh, all virgin polyester. It's uh, made with a series of recycled materials to help end plastic waste. We're one planet, so we're, we'll turn this around as one team. And that kind of leads me to also talk a little bit about the Run One Roof Foundation and Climate Pledge Arena. As a part of the component, obviously this is not specific to the jerseys, but it was announced that for the helmet ads, the Seattle Kraken on their darker helmets will have the Amazon Smile logo. And then on the white helmets, it will be Climate Pledge the Climate Pledge, and so representing Climate Pledge Arena, which of course is the home ice of the Seattle Kraken and will be the home floor of the 
Seattle Storm, four-time WNBA champions. I'm just saying. So, uh, yeah, that's what we've got here. If you want that breakdown, again, check out the show notes. But you can find all of this at the team store starting today. There's going to be also at the Kraken Community Iceplex. There's going to be a, a free skate. There'll be limited jerseys available for sale today. So you really got to make sure you know what you're getting. And to that end, our good friends over at Emerald City Hockey have an entire uh, little kind of, uh, what do we want to call this? Like a flow chart where you can take a look. You can, I recommend downloading it as opposed to like zooming in like I did the first time I did the activity. But anyway, it's 37 different player options for fans to choose from. And they guide you through with these questions, these different questions. Some are yes, no, sometimes yes, no, maybe ish. So something like that. And who did I end up getting the first time? Let's see if I can find it. I ended up getting Jeremy Lousen, number 55, Jeremy Lousen. So let me know. Shoot, uh, hit me up on Twitter, on social media, or send us an email over at uh, lockedonkraken at gmail.com. Did you use the Emerald City Hockey flowchart? And who did you get? And is that the jersey that you're going to end up copying? As much as I think Jeremy Lausen is probably a fantastic hockey player and human, I am not going to get a Jeremy Lausen jersey. I actually already have a jersey making its way, making my way. Okay. Sorry. No, no, no sing song. Not today. Um, it is making its way to me. I got a blank Jersey and here's why I, for those who don't know, am very much into hashtag team more melanin. And as of right now, at least on the player side of things, we don't have a hashtag team more melanin representative for the Seattle Kraken. So I'm going to hold off. I thought about getting my own name. I mentioned on another podcast, 32 is like my jammy jam. That's my number. I feel like there's going to be a lot of Kraken jerseys, 32, especially uh, for this first season. So I'm, I went with a blank. 22 is my other number. 32, 22, maybe eight. Those are the only numbers I would probably get. Or, or 11, I should say. 22, 11, those were my uh, basketball slash uh, baseball softball numbers. Eight, I was born on the 8th of May and 32. Well, I already talked about that. Um, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get a player jersey until we get a hashtag team more melanin up on up in there. That's just my personal preference. But, hey, like I said, Emerald City Hockey has you covered. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to do uh, just a few quick hits around the NHL, um, particularly around broadcasting. I want to talk about some reviews. Ooh, we got some reviews, and thank you for those reviews. And then also um, just get you ready for what is coming up on Locked on Kraken. But before we do all of that, it is time to tell you about Built Bar. As I'm moving and grooving, as I'm trying to get things ready for all the different podcasts and I think it's important to um, to have really good snacks. And one of the things that I love about Built Bar is that I can have a little bit of my chocolate fix while also not having 
too many like calories and worrying about all the sugar and the carbs because Built Bar is anywhere from 130 to 180 calories. It's 17 to 18 grams of protein, which is fantastic, and only four to five grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs across their multiple flavor options, including my personal favorite in their kind of OG9, which is the double chocolate. I I can get down with a salted caramel every once in a while. I really like some of the specialty flavors that they've had, like the churros or the, the puffs that come with marshmallow and chocolate. So it's almost like you're having a, like a, a delicious s'more without all the guilt. But um, let me know what your favorite flavor is. Or if you don't have one, the best thing is that you can go to built.com and get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the original nine flavors. So that's pretty dope. And not only if you go to built.com and you use promo code locked 15, will you be rocking out supporting podcasts like locked on Kraken, like locked on women's basketball and all of the other locked on podcast shows that you enjoy, but you are also helping to support the official partner and the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, not to mention an organization that has really leaned into the name image likeness by employing walk-ons at BYU, which is the university closest to the Utah-based Built Bar. So all good things. Can't say enough about Built.com and Built Bar and all of the products that they have because, yes, I do use them. Absolutely 100%. I've already told you my sister loves anything coconut. My mom likes the raspberry. So we're a built family now. So head to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you can get 15% off your next order at built.com. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I just want to thank those of you who have, who have given us some reviews here. We're doing all right. We're at a 4.5 rating. And uh, I checked them, I guess, within like the first month with the first like two, three weeks. And then I hadn't checked them again. But I really appreciate um, some of the reviews, uh, such as my good man, Jack, Jay Hackmeister. Um, I was beyond excited to hear that Erica was going to be hosting a daily Kraken pod. Her work with the NWHL, PWHPA, and women's basketball is fantastic, and she will bring a fresh perspective to the NHL conversation. This show fits the culture being built by the Kraken perfectly. Thank you so much for that, Jeff. I really appreciate all of your support. You're an OG for sure, and thanks for joining me over at Locked on Kraken. So that's just one of the reviews that we've gotten. If you are listening or if you're able to listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a review. Five stars are preferred, but honestly, I just want to know what you think. Um, So let me know the truth. Engagement and feedback is always good. I know I got some feedback about audio, so we're going to get better on that. Um, You know, I did see a review that someone, someone didn't like me hosting the show. Well, if you have someone else that you think I can bring on as a guest, 
Let me know that too. Totally open to it. I think I've been pretty transparent that I don't know NHL hockey very well. So you're going to give me some demerits on that. Totally understand. But I do know the game of hockey. And as Jeff said in his review, I certainly know where the game is aspiring to be. And that's the angle. That's the slant that I'm going to take on this podcast. I'm definitely going to lean on my roots in women's hockey. So we've already seen some of that. Um, and that kind of leads me to another point that I wanted to bring up, but remember, go ahead and leave us a review as, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I was trying to do like my Katie Nolan situation there. Anyway, uh, so leave a review on Apple podcasts and make sure you're subscribed, of course, on YouTube and everywhere else. But speaking of women in hockey, TNT, of course, we know is taking over rights, uh, TNT, ESPN, And I really thought this was a great opportunity to infuse some new voices. Of course, you're going to have your mainstays. I think it's so valuable to have former players on the broadcast. But when looking at the TNT lineup, they don't have any women as mainstays. They have an Olympian, multiple-time over-Olympian and gold medalist, Jen Botterill. Okay? As, as uh, uh, you know, in the meantime, in between time, every once in a while, contributor. Why is Jen, and okay, granted, I don't know Jen's life. Maybe there was a conflict. I'm not sure. But I would have liked to see someone uh, of the caliber of Jen to be a little bit more of a mainstay. So what are we talking about here? Let me go to what TNT is giving us. Um but I and I, I tweeted this from the account and certainly tweeted it uh, from my personal account that, you know, I would have liked to see more women involved. Um, but here's the lineup that we have. NHL TNT 2021-22 game and studio commentators, Wayne Gretzky, Anson Carter, uh, Kenny Albert. Of course, we have uh, Jennifer Botterill, Jackie Redman. Um, you know, Liam McHugh, just a few of the names, Brendan Burke. I don't think I said Brendan Burke, um, Rick Tockett. And then, you know, I'm just going to be honest here. I think it is ridiculous that some of us in sports still have to explain why there's a particular outlet that we find extremely harmful, especially in a time where people say that they're trying to be more inclusive, that they are trying to be more diverse, that they are trying to promote equity, and that they are trying to unify community through sport. And so to have certain people from certain outlets representing you at the national stage, TNT, NHL, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Uh, You can take a look at this. I will leave the link in the show notes. I don't, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I am not going to, for a lot of reasons, um, give any energy to a particular sports outlet that I just don't think has any business. Um, They use sports as a vessel uh, to be divisive. 
uh, more than unifying. Um, and the reason I don't say the name is one, because I don't want to give energy to them, but also two, because their fan base has a culture and history of attacking people who speak truth to their social clout and power. Um, so what I will say is if you can figure out what a backless chair is and then add the word sports, there you go. So the full release you can read on your own, including the names that I maybe did not read, the name that I maybe did not read. And um, yeah, I'm not going to necessarily debate people on this. I'm not telling you not to partake in that, but I am saying that if you partake in that and you say that you stand for equity, inclusion, diversity, one of those is not accurate. So, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so you can watch uh, the NHL on TNT. We'll be able to watch the NHL on ESPN at the national level, of course. It's Root Sport. And I I think I was saying FUBU, which is like a for us, by us. It's like a 90s brand. I, I think I was saying FUBU a few times on the last one, but it's FUBO. And Ryan S. Clark, as I mentioned, wrote about that. So Root it, Roots is going to uh, connect with FUBO for streaming for Seattle Kraken games in particular. And then, of course, there is the opportunity to listen to the fantastic Everett Fitzhugh, who will be the radio play-by-play for the Seattle Kraken. Um, all right, so we talked about that, talked about reviews. Um, let's talk about what's forthcoming because we sit here on September 15th. We are so close to actual Seattle Kraken hockey. Okay. We are so close. Um, I mentioned that the team has already been hitting the ice, but training camp officially opens on September 23rd at the Kraken Community Iceplex. It will be the first official practice for the Seattle coaching staff. So Dave Haxtell and his team will be with the players ahead of the October 12th game against the Las Vegas Golden Knights, which is the first time the puck will drop in an official capacity in an official regular season National Hockey League game for the Seattle Kraken. And um, so I am planning to be out in Seattle for training camp, for the preseason games. And so make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on social media. Make sure you're following me at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08 for all of the BTS behind the scenes as I am hanging out in the Seattle area. We're going to Spokane. Spokane. Sorry, I, I don't know. I always... I always get that confused, but Chanel, Chanel gave me the 411. Spokane, Kent, and Everett. We have that coming up for this week on Locked on Kraken. I am also going to be talking to Tara Black from the Charlotte Checkers. They are the defending Calder Cup champions, and they will be, of course, the home for the AHL players in the Seattle Kraken system as we wait 
on the AHL affiliate for the Seattle Kraken and Palm Springs for their facilities to be ready and um, kind of get a sense for what we can expect from this partnership and uh, just a little bit about how things function at the AHL level. We know that in hockey in particular, much like baseball, the minor league system is super important to how things get moving and grooving. So that's what we have coming up. There's more to come, and we'll talk about that later this week. So we'll have a show Thursday and Friday of this week, and we'll, we're going to do a Goodreads um, probably not next week, but the week after that and have a special Goodreads guest that will always be on a Monday. And uh, as things transpire and come together for my trip to Seattle. I will let you know. And then on the back end of my trip, before we get ready for the puck to drop official at Climate Pledge Arena, I have some events in the Seattle area that I want you to know about uh, some virtual events where we're going to be talking about the Seattle Kraken and talking to the greater community. So all exciting things happening right here on Locked on Kraken. But as always, I want to thank you for listening. I thank you for your feedback. Good, bad, indifferent. Hey, I can take it. I might not always appreciate it, but it's good to know what's working and what's not, what's resonating and what's not. Uh, But overwhelmingly, everyone has been great. So I thank you for embracing me as a part of now the Seattle Kraken community. Check back tomorrow when we do another episode of Locked on Kraken. And soon enough, We'll be going five days a week. This Locked on Kraken show, your daily podcast for all things Seattle Kraken. Until tomorrow, stay well. Be kind to yourself and to one another. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, signing out. Betting on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.